everyone, we're doing something different. <laughs> we're gonna do it in English. So we're trying a few episodes in English. I'm an English speaker and Melanie speaks English, just like I speak French. Uh, so we're switching it up and seeing how we feel, but yeah. our mission remains the same. Our reason for being remains the same, our purpose. And it's all about being strong, especially through, how can we be stronger through movement? That's the main thing, but also all the different ways in our life that we can be strong and how the physical strength relates to the mental strength and the ties between all those things. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about fear. And I feel like it's a particularly good subject to start with in English because I'm very much, I'm feeling very much afraid right now of doing it in English. <laughs> well, I always feel a bit afraid of doing it in French because I have to search for words. my words yeah. more. Um, and then I listen to it afterwards and I always realize, oh, I didn't pronounce that word totally <laughs> <Correctly>. right. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll uh, do the same next week. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Except you speak well, so... Oh, well, people that are not from Montreal, they'll, they'll quickly realize that I'm a French speaker because uh, yeah, it's going to turn out. And we're recording tonight. It's the night time, yeah. so my brain is a little foggier than it was in the morning, but... It's going to be fine. <laughs> but I'm I'm really afraid. Like, there's something in my body right now that's happening that was not there um, in the other episodes. <laughs> so. Well, do you, know where to, do you know where it comes from? Well, I'm sure it comes from just trying to sound, yeah, as intelligent as I am in French, you know? Like, yeah. as, yeah, fluent. Or, yeah, sometimes I just, since I speak, English and French, like, mixed together at home because my boyfriend's from Vancouver. Um, it's always a little bit of a mishmash of Franglish that I make no effort at all to sound like proper English speaker. May, uh, right now I have to do it, like, properly and speak like, only in English. So that's why it stresses me out a bit. But you'll get better as yeah. we do it. It's actually a good thing that we're doing this. <laughs> So you're facing your fear. Yeah, I don't have any choice, do I? <laughs> I talked her into it. Um, it's because I love speaking English. <laughs> I, I love speaking French too, don't get me wrong. As I'm sure our loyal listeners have noticed, I enjoy <laughs> speaking in French as well. You've um, been doing so good though. Yeah. Well, I really, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm truly passionate about um, speaking French and speaking well. Fear. So fear, yeah. We are trying to explore how, what the role fear plays in our lives, maybe the role it, it plays in making us stronger mm. um, and also weaker because I think it can go to both ways. Yeah. So besides speaking English for the next 25 minutes, <laughs> um, what are you afraid of? <laughs> are you afraid of anything right now in your life? Well, as I was saying before we started, I feel like... Throughout my life, I've always been, like, conscious of trying not to be afraid too much. It was something I kind of, I don't want to say I hate it, but I, when people are very much, like, afraid people, like, when it's a trait in their personality, I tend to not get along these people very well because it kind of gets on my nerves. I don't really enjoy being with someone who's afraid of everything, so I since I kind of dread that in others, I kind of dread it in myself too. So for most of my life, I was not afraid 
I was pretending that I was not afraid of a lot of stuff. Um, but right now, I feel like my main sources of, of fear are through my kids. Like, probably like every other parent on the planet, it comes like from outside of me. It's not something that I'm in control of. I cannot control if my child is going to get a concussion while jumping off something. But I'm not going to make him not do it because I'm not that kind of parent. But I'm still very much afraid that he's going to get hit by a car or, you know, something terrible is going to happen. So that stays on my mind a lot these days because, yeah, my boys are pretty much like... They're, they're all over the place. They're running everywhere. They're very active kids. Yeah. And I really don't want to be the, the parent to teach them to be afraid of doing stuff, you know, because that's what they're going to learn. If I'm afraid and I show them and I tell them, don't do this because it's going to be dangerous or don't do this because you're going to hurt yourself, uh, they're going to be afraid of hurting their, themselves. And that's not what I want to teach them. Yeah. Even if I want them to be um, careful, prudent. But um, yeah. Yeah. Right now, I feel like it's all, it's all, it's all going towards the kids. I'm not afraid of, like. Do you have personal fears, like fears, like that are fundamental, like inside of me, or? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, uh, they could be really tiny. Like some people have like massive fears. Yeah. Uh, well, I have to say that I don't like not being liked aha uh -huh. so i will always try to put on like the nice face the nice like um easygoing you know so when i'm in a social interaction environment i will probably show the best of me even if inside i feel like crap or i'm mm -hmm. So I've had a little bit of an issue with that kind of like going to a party and being a little socially anxious before going to a party. And I had all of these fixes that I had found to help me manage my fear and give myself a little bit of courage, not to mention drugs and alcohol <laughs> mm. while mentioning it, by yeah. the way. But that was my, my go-to to protect myself from yeah. being vulnerable in a situation. But I haven't been having that many social, like, you know, parties, like in my 20s. It yeah. used to happen more yeah. like 10 years ago than now, because now I'm mostly at home and or at the gym or yeah. working. But, yeah. you know, when I meet people, it's mostly like, let's say you and I, we go to the restaurant or something like that. But we're yeah, not. We know each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm not stressed out when I go see you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> But if, let's say, I was to see, like, a bunch of people I hadn't seen for 10 years, then it would be maybe a little bit more challenging. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I have, I'm have. i afraid of stuff, <laughs> too. Even if I really want to be courageous, that's yeah. my thing. It's always been my thing. But, I mean, you can also be... I mean, you can be both. Yeah. You can be like, I'm scared of that, but I'm, I'm not going to stop myself from doing things because of it. Yeah. And yeah, that's you, the courage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, the courage is taking the action to move forward. Yeah. Even though you're... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Even though you're scared. Yeah. And I think that's a really great message to send to our kids. Yeah. It's like, what is, you know, you know what is being scared? I, he wakes up in the night and he says, I'm scared. But it's like a totally arbitrary thing. Like, yeah. there's no way of really 
addressing it actually yeah. it's like yeah. okay i hear you're scared yeah uh time to go back to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're scared but, but it doesn't exist whatever you're scared of it's you're safe but yeah but the model of the modeling courage uh is really helpful for kids i think because yeah. they see you being courageous and so then they know yeah innately that that's the way to be yeah as opposed to Um, you know, being scared or not doing things and yeah. holding yourself back. Because when you start holding yourself back from doing things that you really actually want to do, but you're so terrified you can't. Yeah. Um, like, say you want to change jobs, but yeah. you're um, just like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to be able to earn enough money. Like, yeah. I'm never going to make it. And then you spend like 10 years doing In something a shitty job. that makes yeah, you yeah. feel like crap. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden the day that it like you finally get up the courage to take the action to but this is a very common situation yeah. actually. Yeah. It happens a lot. Um people endure a lot of stuff because they're afraid of what's unknown on the other side or it, yeah, it takes courage. It takes courage, yeah. but it's not something that's very valued, should I say, in our society. I was When I was a teenager, we had to choose a value that, like, let's say for, I don't know, ethics class. And uh, I had chosen, like, I remember I was such a bitch. I remember judging people because they were choosing respect and boring values like that. <laughs> Not that I don't care about respect <laughs> when i was 15 it yeah. used to be like it, well it didn't why. speak to you yeah not at all and i chose courage and i'm yeah. like you know in the i let's say in the 1500s courage was something you needed if you didn't have courage you were dead like yeah. there was no surviving yeah. if you couldn't fight something or you know if you couldn't like move your body very hard to like um you know, grow food or whatever. You needed to be, like, very courageous. Yeah. In my mind or in my perception of what life was. But today, you could live your whole life in a non-courageous way, like, in front of your computer, doing the same job and sitting on your chair and eating takeout foods and, you know, not challenging yourself ever and never really be in danger, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, yeah. So... Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. Are you afraid of anything right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, because I really I think fear is an important thing in our life. I think it it's not good when it prevents you from um, moving forward. So I will be scared, but still move forward. Uh, and if I'm stuck, I really hope I'm aware that I'm stuck yeah. so I can get unstuck. That's that's actually the tricky thing is if you're scared and sort of in freeze, but you don't know it, Yeah. then you're in trouble. Yeah. Hopefully then you have people around you who are like gently guiding you towards, <laughs> towards the light because, I mean, it can happen to anybody. Um, I mean, I definitely, like in the past, I've been like very scared of repeating the similar relationship mistakes yeah. of just like throwing myself into a relationship, thinking that that person was the love of my life and everything is resolved and then figuring that out, like, no, that is not a good idea. So then like you have to, then when you have to like go and do it again, yeah. the fear, like you have to have a lot of courage to want to do it again. Cause yeah. it's like, well, at some point my heart will be broken. Like yeah. this person could die. Yeah. That's a kind of a morbid way of looking at it, but I actually no, but have found comfort in looking at it that way because it's like all things do come to an end. Yeah. That was what helped my fear with relationships. But 
Um, I guess I'm afraid right now, I'm afraid that I won't make the um, professional choices that will fully, that will allow me to like, like really explode as a person. Oh, that's so hard because it could be anything. Like yeah. explode as a person could happen in many different ways. Yeah. You could explode as a person in the job you're at right yeah. now or something that you don't even know about could be waiting for you somewhere. Yeah. That's the... Uh, it's I, tricky. I, it's tricky. But I read a book that's called The Midnight Library. It's a, it's a novel. Yeah. But it's exactly about this, like... All of these lives that you could live, yeah. All ex like in this book, the, in the story, they they all exist somewhere, and you could go back to them and see what would have happened if I had made that choice, right? Instead of that other other choice, but ultimately you could like it could be shit anywhere, or it could be good anywhere, yeah. depending on you know. But that's a very good fear to be aware of because what can you do about it anyway? You know, you can just. You can go this way or this way. Yeah. And there's no well, good way of seeing it or no. bad way. I think the the real the uh, the thing is is not getting stuck because it's safe or it's good. Um, but it doesn't mean that you should always be like pushing the boundaries <laughs> all of the time. So I, I have, mean you can, but yeah, but it doesn't mean you're going to be safe or in well, a good place. It's also not uh, for me. It's, whenever I start pushing like in all directions, it's not sustainable. Like I can't keep it up. Mm. Like the energy I'm putting out is too much. So I have to really like think mindfully about the choices I'm making. Mm. So something I've been thinking about right now is um, I have really little kids and I have a great professional situation where I am just really leaning into a lot of things that I want to do. So it feels actually really good. Yeah. Um, but then like, in my mind is like, Oh, you're like, what's next? You know, like it could be so much more like, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like, Oh, well, you know, then there's a, there's a sort of a, it's scary to think about that because it's uncertain. And for all of the, for all of the reasons, but I know that I will end up where I'm supposed to go because I, I have always had the courage to, to dream yeah. actually yeah, that, that it could be possible. So that's how I overcome my fear is, I guess the, the visualization of it is really yeah you helpful. have the, yeah you have the confidence to to know that you can go yeah. where I mean your your dream dream is a big word but your yeah. dream is I mean more um, like a, a vision yeah exactly it's rational and comment uh, dit c'est réalisable like it's possible you can do it your yes. dream yeah. is not something that makes no sense it's something that you yeah. can actually achieve. In a short-term situation. For example, yeah. I wanted to become a translator. Like, I could yeah. see it. Mm. And then I was like, I want to become a manager. I could see it. Yeah, and, it was there. <laughs> and, it's, and then I just started talking to everybody about it, even though I wasn't actually doing it. I was like, I, you know, I really want to do this. I really want to go to this place. So it was scary to think about going there, but go there anyway. So that's what, I guess that's how I overcome the fear. Um, like, I have a fear about being a bad parent. Like, I have a fear about doing things because uh, I'm so intense that will make Edward, especially because he's older than Claire, but will make my kids like struggle later in their adult life, mm. which 
They will. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's inevitable. Yeah. But I think about, like, the struggles I had from, like, my very happy childhood. Like, truly. Like, I've had to sort some stuff out. Like, everybody has things they have to sort out because you have to find yourself as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Um, no matter how hard your parents or you as a parent try... There's stuff that you don't have control over that is just a clash between your personality and the personality yeah. of your child. And yeah. however nice and and comforting you want to be, you still can't, um, you know, pad for protect. No, from all no, of that's this the thing. Yeah, you have, yeah, you have and, to. Yeah, like I have to be myself. And but the one of the ways again that I overcome the fear is like I don't let myself think about I'm a terrible parent. Like. If the thought is there, it's like, okay, there's that thought. Mm. But I don't spend hours thinking about it because one, I know it's not true. Yeah. Um, And two, I can, like, I'm trying to learn about all of these things that, because I'm noticing the things that could be improved. So I learn about them. Yeah. Like, how could it be better? Yeah. So then it's, it's again, as I'm talking, it's really interesting because I'm realizing how I overcome the daily fear things. It's I imagine what it could be like. And then I go and do it <laughs> yes you're an action seeker yeah yeah and you also educate yourself like yeah. you have a lot of resources yeah you're you're a good friend for that i feel like you always have like oh i'm listening to that podcast or oh i'm following that woman that dr becky on instagram <laughs> that we all love and dr becky i love her so much now she's amazing she's amazing and so you have resources and you go and read the book that's yeah. about and i've been doing the same my, my kid is uh oh in french we say duance but um uh, gifted high, gifted yeah so i read the book about it and you know i we always we're that kind of people we're yeah. not just staying there and saying oh what can i do about it it's so hard or yeah there's something about us that's like Oh no, I'm not gonna leave that unattended. Yeah, it's <laughs> curiosity. I yeah. want to find out, or yeah, I mean, but people can get into states where even if they are very um, optimistic or think things are possible, they can get into states where you're sort of you're really stuck. Yeah, but that's what we read because we were we were looking at the book from Brene Brown that's called The Atlas of the Heart. I always want to say Earth. Oh, my French. <laughs> Heart. <laughs> so it's just this list of all the emotions that the human can possibly go through um, in a in a lifetime, and she was she was saying that fear um, is that it comes. We can come out of fear through either fight, flight, or freeze, and there those three ways of dealing with with whatever's happening to us it's it has to do with movement it has to do with nervous system it has to do with where we're at at the present moment but we can always go through each of these depending on how life is going yeah. around us yeah. even me if i'm a person that's very who's very positive and and usually full of resources i could find myself in a free state because of you know a little depression a little burnout a little tiredness something that comes in that keeps me in that free state that it seems like nothing is is going to get better or yeah. you know it could happen to me or you too and it probably oh, yeah. already did oh, yeah. like in our lifetime We can also decide to fight and, you know, just take action. And the fight can take different different um, forms. Like, education is one thing. Yeah. The fact that we are able to take action is a fight in itself. Mm-hmm. 
The Flight is another one. Yeah. <laughs> this one, uh, yeah, maybe the, just the fact that I was like, hmm, I'm not scared of everything. That might have been a little bit of a, of a flight yeah. <laughs> right there. But uh, yeah, we always have these three possibilities. And I don't know. It, I feel like it depends on where you're at right now. Oh, yeah. And I think people have, te they must have tendencies as well. I mean, this is all very unscientific, the things I'm saying, but <laughs> I, like have a tendency to go towards a certain, like a fight or a flight or yeah. a freeze, depending, well, as you said, depending on where you're at in your life, but also depending on your own patterns. Yeah, you're right. Because you develop patterns from a super young age of how you handle yeah. uh, dangerous situations, <laughs> yes, exactly. which of course are not dangerous. Yeah. They're dangerous to our nervous systems, but they're not dangerous physically. Like, I mean, we don't live in a war-torn country, so no. No. we don't live in danger. But um... yeah. But we were also saying before we started that it's also, fear is also the, the way that the humans for millennia yeah. have evolved and learned. Yeah. Like, being afraid of something that's scary or that's dangerous was the way to, like, let's say, for example, we needed a fire through the night because we needed it to make the beasts or the, the animals go away. Yeah. So uh, the being afraid of the, the animals was the motivation for yeah. finding, yeah. like, ways to protect ourselves or... Let's like the building building a house came out of like oh I don't want rain on my body I'm afraid I'm gonna yeah. get you know so that all of this evolution came from learning through the fears we had so fear is not a bad thing in itself it's just how are you coping with it or how yeah. are you growing yeah. from it in a big scale or on a smaller scale like yeah. you and me in our lives or humanity in itself you know yeah. huh. Well, I think we, I, it's, it's uh, just like scratching the surface, totally. <laughs> yeah, like usual. <laughs> yeah, but it's I, I, the thing that I really like uh, that we're talking about is that fear is like an essential part of life. Like sometimes, like you were saying, like oh, it's bad to be afraid, but it's actually how we protect ourselves. Yeah. As long as we don't get into like an excess of fear and yeah. we can't move. But then, hope, as I said, hopefully we have somebody who can help us. Yeah. Hopefully we can have a vision of how we can move through the fear and still have the courage to act even though we're afraid or not act. Yeah. Because it would not be a good idea to yeah. act know. on this. Yeah. So fear is part of our lives. It's always there. Yeah. And I like this idea of moving into the fear And trying to find ways to, like, move through it, even though you yeah. don't know what the outcome will be. Yeah, grow and, and learn. Yeah. yeah, I love that, too. Well, I hope that um, all of this <laughs> thinking that we've been doing for you guys uh, is inspiring or... Resonates. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense for you and makes you think about yourself in a... Maybe a, there's a new light switch that comes yeah. on when you hear us talk about all of this, even if it's a very non-scientific way <laughs> and we're just two friends talking. It's a, <laughs> it's a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's always a pleasure to, to dig into all of these things with you, Judy. 
Yeah, and I feel like I always learn something about myself when we talk. Yeah, that we hadn't planned before. Yeah, and yeah. that's good. Yeah. Oh, so I managed to do a 25-minute podcast in English without sounding too much like a Quebecois Gaspésien. It was wonderful. <laughs> Plus, Melanie and I, when we speak to each other, we speak a whole mixture of stuff. But yeah. Melanie, you, you speak to me in English all yeah, the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. It was But great. See, I was I was afraid for no reason. <laughs> well, you, yeah, faced your fear. <laughs> so we're going to have another episode next week. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram. We're going to put um, in the link to the book um, that we talked about in the episode, um, in the description of the, the this episode. Um, yeah, we'll try to link to our resources uh, that we mentioned while mm -hmm. we talk. We haven't been very good about that, but we're <laughs> making, going to try to make an effort. <laughs> Um, and we're on Buzzsprout. Yep. That's our website is on Buzzsprout. Uh, our podcast is called Forte, which is a French word. F-O-R-T-E-S. Um, and it means strong. Yeah, it means strong women. <laughs> um, but really, we want it to be strength for everybody, not just women. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week.